Welcome back to the Bruce Allen Show, a dad's point of view on KZSB AM 1290. Are you tapping your foot? You should be, because that's the image that should come to your mind with that music. I'm tapping my foot. Uh, my show is broadcast live every Thursday at 11 a.m., and it's rebroadcast every Thursday evening at 9 p.m., and again on Saturdays at noon. If you're listening while we're live, you are welcome to call in at 866-564-1290. You can email me at bruce at brucesallon.com. That's bruceandsallon.com. Our next segment is Teen Rap with special guest Pastor Drew Sams, who once again is out of town, this time not in beautiful Hawaii, but he is in Seattle. And Pastor Drew has been the high school pastor at the Calvary Community Church in Westlake Village for the last five years, and he's also pursuing doctoral work at this moment, I guess, uh, through the George Fox Seminary in Portland, Oregon, although you're in Seattle, so you'll have to explain that one to me. He's passionate about working with adolescents and their parents while equipping them to not only navigate the teen years, but to thrive along the way. He is also currently seeking new ways to leverage social media to increase social justice and compassion, both locally and globally. Drew and his wife, Erica, live in Westlake Village, California. Welcome, Pastor Drew. Bruce, thanks so much for having me back on. You know, Seattle is really living up to its stereotype. It's been raining here nonstop since I've been here. Okay, where am I confused? You said you're up there for your doctoral work, so, but your bio says Portland. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a confusing and interesting program at the same time that it's located out of Portland. I live in Los Angeles area, and once a year we meet for one week at different locations. Uh, the first was in Portland, the second week's in Seattle, and the third one is actually an island off the coast of Washington State, so we're bouncing all over the place. Well, I'm glad you uh, were able to take time out from your studies and join us. Uh, as it's Father's Day, uh, what would you like to uh Tell our listeners. I mean, it's not Father's Day, but it's coming up. Yeah, coming up. You know, it's interesting. Um, even as I've been reflecting and kind of preparing for today's message, and even just in my own life, thinking about Father's Day, um, my parents got divorced when I was six. And even before that, my biological father wasn't around much. So even just the concept of fatherhood um, and Father's Day even um, – was kind of confusing for me, not having somebody there. Um, and as I reflected more and more on that, I thought about kind of all the unsung fathers, uh, whether it be a mentor or a stepfather or a teacher or a coach. There's so many male role models out there that I think um, often don't get celebrated on a Father's Day. And, um, you know, you think about all that's been done uh, in people's lives uh, through male mentors and coaches and those things. Uh, it's pretty remarkable. I think that's a very, very good point. Uh, I, you may have been sneaking a listen to our previous guest, uh, Wayne Levine, who's a men's coach and uh, works with uh, men's issues and groups, and he was kind of talking almost about the same sort of thing, and he also did not have a father present in his life uh, due to uh, an early death. So the thing that has astounded me as I prepared for this show w was the number of people that have suffered the loss in one way or another or the abuse at the hands of a parent. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it was stunning to me. I mean, the numbers that are of, of people that actually had a, a loving mother and father seem to be far less than the numbers that didn't. Yeah, and unfortunately, when you look at the historical timeline of the nuclear family, uh, and how that's disintegrated recently, 
you know, in this little sliver of human history, it's it's really posing a lot of new and uh, tough problems. Um, you know, there's huge initiatives right now. I know talking about fatherlessness in America and mm-hmm. um, things of those sort. But one of the the best kind of metaphors that I've seen of how important a male role model is, which really you know should be a father, is this idea that when you transition from childhood to adulthood, we've got this stage right in between we call adolescence. And in a way, it's almost like you're walking on a tightrope on those adolescent years from childhood to adulthood. And you're going from at the beginning of the tightrope being dependent on your family. You know, they, they feed you, they, they clothe you, they give you shelter. And as you walk on that tightrope, you're getting hopefully more and more independent and interdependent where you're kind of taking care of yourself but in community. And, uh, you know, a lot of the sociologists say that the father role is so important as adolescents walk that tightrope as they go from being dependent on family to being interdependent out in the adult community. And when there's not an adult male role model, um, it's so easy for that child to fall off that tightrope during those adolescent years. So, do, you, do you think it applies equally to boys and girls? You know, I, I've heard theories of different things, but I think it do. It, it does. Um, I think that especially for for boys making that transition through adolescence into adulthood, that male, which really should be the father role model, is so key. But, you know, I see it with, with girls that I work with a lot of times. A lot of times when there's deeper issues, often we found at the root of it, it was because the father wasn't there um, in early childhood or as they were walking that tightrope of adolescence. Um, just since I always like to take advantage of your wisdom as a pastor, is there anything that comes to mind when you think of fathers uh, that uh, has a biblical uh, history or nature or reference? I mean, we know one. We know one of the commandments, of course, is honor thy mother and father, or father and mother. Yeah. I'm not sure which. Yeah, you know, I, I would say one of my favorite, um, from my perspective, is one of the parables that uh, Jesus taught, and often it's remembered as the parable of the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. But I think it could better be titled the parable of the loving father. This idea, um, and if you're not familiar with it, listeners aren't familiar with it. It's this idea of you know, a young son goes off, um, leaves his family, takes part of his inheritance, which uh, at that time in Jewish culture was the same as saying to the father, you know, I wish you were dead, because typically it wasn't until the father died that the son would get the inheritance. So he takes this inheritance, goes off, spends it all in reckless living, um, and then decides to come back to the father, and the father welcomes him back with open arms um, and throws a, you know, a party for him. Um, because, as he says, what once was lost is now found. This son of mine who I thought was dead is now alive. And um, that unconditional love of a father um, who loves his son despite mistakes, um, despite, you know, really heading down the wrong path, when he turns back around, there's those open arms, which I just love. That's a... 
Such a beautiful message. I mean, ironically, you're also mirroring a little bit of what we spoke about with Wayne, which has to do with forgiveness. Mm. And which is, gosh, such a hard thing to initiate. Well, and it's so interesting. This show is turning into a little something different than I expected, which is I was thinking of this show as more about just all the great dads out there, and let's just talk about mm. all uh, your, how wonderful your dad was and how wonderful my dad was. And what we're really mm. talking about as much is forgiving those dads that couldn't quite be there for us. Um, And in the case of uh, the parable you just raised, uh, going the other direction, a father forgiving a son, uh, and thus allowing a family to reunite. I mean, in the end, you don't forgive, you just hurt yourself. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a great lesson from this show, and uh, I can't believe we're out of time. Uh, but we are. It hasn't been 10 minutes, has it? I swear. <laughs> wow. I, actually, I won't swear because you're on the line. But uh, uh, Richard has given me lots of fingers and lots of uh, high fives and lots of uh, uh, anxiety in his face. So I'm going to have to thank you so much and let you go back to your doctoral work. Well, thanks. Great having uh, the time with you this morning. Appreciate it. Um, we're looking forward to having you next week. I really, really appreciate it. This was actually a terrific segment, and thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. It's uh, time for another break. If you want to call in, you still can at 866-564-1290. This is the Bruce Salen Show, A Dad's Point of View on KZSB AM 1290, the Santa Barbara News Press Radio Station. You still got me little Tommy. Together we'll find a brand new mommy. Daddy, daddy, please laugh again. Daddy, ride us on your back again. Oh, daddy, please don't cry.